Hi dear students my name is Chodhiraj here i am going to give you an introductory lecture on translation studies so i know that uh, you are all uh, students of a certificate course in translation studies so keeping that in mind i am going to give you the basic concepts or an elaboration of the basic concepts in translation theory and practice okay you know that um, language is a highly complex social phenomenon and this phenomenon will persist as long as our society continues to exist so language is considered to be the most important medium through which the members of a community exchange or conceal conceal thoughts and uh, there is another speciality language develops in keeping with the level of thought and development in every realm of human life but isn't it paradoxical that languages which help communication possible within a geographical or cultural domain greatly divide races because of their immense variety yes language unites us but the variety of it divides us and this multiplicity is an obstacle in the path of integration of different societies set apart by culture economy politics geography and a host of other factors so whatever may be the reasons for the evolution of languages in this way translation plays an important role in the interlingual process of communication so uh, this is what i mean as long as the variety of languages remain we are in need of the interlingual process of communication or translation now for the last few decades translation studies have been developing with rapid strides it asserts itself as a separate discipline it brings together fields like linguistics literary study ethnography history culture studies etc so in that sense it is an interdisciplinary branch of study mm. now let me tell you about the various definitions theory and principles of translation <clears throat> the word translation is made up of two words trans and latum the former latin word means across or beyond and the latter means carried or borne so this translation is a carrying across or it acts as a bridge that attempts to fill the gap between languages let me repeat uh, translation is a act of carrying across or it bridges the gap between languages but it is interesting to note that the question of how to translate occupied the center stage for a long time until the question what actually translation is was discussed so there was a long controversy between word for word translation and sense for sense translation word for word versus sense for sense but it came to an end long ago with the latter winning the battle meaning sense for sense translation won the battle 
again translators of religious texts who thought that changing the original structure was blasphemous practiced the former method meaning word for word um alexander titler's treatise essay on the principles of translation was published in 1790 and it laid down the basic principles of translation and they were these number 1 translation should give a complete transcript of the idea of the original work let me repeat translation should give a complete transcript of the idea of the original work number 2 the style and manner of writing should be of the same character with that of the original and number 3 the translation should have all the e's of the original work e's the spelling is e a s e okay so that was uh, one of the earlier works in translation um, essay on the principles of translation published in 1790 okay and another famous writer is jc catford he has written a very famous treatise entitled uh, linguistic theory of translation and jc catford defines translation as a replacement of textual material in one language Uh, meaning source language by equivalent textual material in another language tl tl means uh, target language so learn these phrases source language from which or the language from which the translation is made and the ta- target language tl to which or the language to which the translation is made now based on the principles of linguistics catford has made a comprehensive analysis of translation i mean that uh, his theory the theory of jc catford was linguistic in nature and he further states that translation is an operation performed on languages a process of substituting a text in one language for a text in another let me repeat translation is an operation performed on lang- languages a process of substituting a text in one language for a text in another clearly then any theory of translation must draw upon a theory of language or the general linguistic theory but his linguistic approach was later rejected by later theoreticians for example we have susan bosnet who states that what is generally understood as translation involves rendering of a source language or sl text into the target language so as to ensure that one the surface meaning of the two will be approximately similar the surface meaning okay number two the structures of the source language will be preserved as closely as possible but not so closely that the tl structures will be seriously distorted and uh, she is a famous author susan bosnet maguire and uh, i am referred to the book published by her with the title translation studies and i strongly recommend that uh, you must use the book okay uh, the copies are available Now, there was another famous Russian author, Roman Jakobson. 
He says that translation is an interpretation of verbal signs by means of signs in some other language. Let me repeat. Translation is an interpretation of verbal signs by means of signs in some other language. Now, there is another f- famous author. She was a poet, D.G. Rossetti. I, m- I mean, uh, he. He was a translator himself. He was of the opinion that translation remains perhaps the most direct form of commentary. So let me repeat. Translation is the most direct form of commentary. So based on his experience of Bible translation, Eugene A. Nida is an American author, a very famous uh, American author and a Bible translator also. He came to the conclusion that translating consists in producing in the receptor language, meaning target language, the closest natural equivalent to the message of the source language, first in meaning and secondly in style. So you have to uh, refer to the works of Eugene A. Nida. Okay. Modern theories of translation postulate the view that translation is a way of cross-cultural communication. Please note the phrase cross-cultural communication because language and culture are inextricably interwoven, meaning linked together. We cannot separate language from culture. So translating means translating cultures. Dear students, there is another famous author. His name is Lawrence Vinotti. He is a contemporary author. He says that translation is a process by which the chain of signifiers that constitutes the source language text is replaced by a chain of signifiers in the target language which the translator provides on the strength of an interpretation. Please note the phrases. Chain of signifiers in the source language and the chain of signifiers in the target language. And he lays emphasis on interpretation also. So these are all factors um, linked with the idea of translation. So let me discuss another aspect relating to translation. So some people think that translation is only a parasitic occupation or a secondary activity. But this idea is considered to be obsolete these days. But some people still believe that translator will have neither original contribution nor any imaginative skill. Rather, the translator's venture is only an attempt at imitation. But the fact is that translation of a text is only an aspect of the manifold activities of human beings. All our actions are a translation of the thought process, which come as a result of the social pressures experienced by the human brain. Now, according to George Steiner, another famous author, he has written a very famous book, After Babel. You may refer to that book, After Babel. And you know the significance of the biblical image Babel. He says that um, any model of communication is at the same time a model of translation. So wherever there is communication, there is a model of translation. 
so inside or between languages human communication equals translation so this is the most general sense in which uh translation is viewed translation is everywhere when i speak i translate my thought into words when somebody else speaks uh, they translate their idea into uh, words then uh we may think of translating an idea into uh, practice like that so when a play is performed on the stage what takes place is the translation of the script what an artist does with the shade of colors is a translation of his or her idea of a particular incident impression emotion or thought so in a broader sense the process of translation is woven in the very texture of human existence though most of us are not aware of it am i right steiner is also of the view that any thorough reading of a text out of the past one's own language and literature is a manifold act of interpretation so um, by this time you might have understood that george steiner s t e i n e r he lays so much emphasis on interpretation so they are very much connected so theoreticians make it clear that translation is an activity involving perception and interpretation and a good translator must be equipped with these ideas but that alone cannot ensure the success of a translation because it should create the same effect as that of the original for which the translator must have resourcefulness imagination and sensitivity to language so taking these things uh, or considering these things how can you ever say that translation is a parasitic occupation now now let's uh, listen to octavio paz the famous author original writing is nothing but a translation of the perception of the writer and now he says every text is unique and at the same time it is a translation of another text no text is entirely original because language in itself or in its essence is already a translation firstly of the nonverbal world i mean nonverbal world and secondly since every sign and every phrase is the translation of another sign and another phrase okay however this argument can be turned around without losing any of its validity all texts are original because every translation is distinctive every translation up to a certain point is an invention and as such it constitutes a unique text so this statement very amply proves that translation is as creative as original writing okay now theoreticians let me take another topic theoreticians have divided translation of verbal signs into categories John Dryden was the first to categorize translation as an art by underlining the, the theory to guide translators. In his preface to his translation of Ovid's epistles, he grouped translation into metaphrase, paraphrase and imitation. Metaphrase is word for word and line for line rendering. Paraphrase is sense for sense translation and imitation allows the translator to change the word and sense of the original. again roman jacobson the author i already referred to grouped translation into intralingual translation interlingual translation 
and intersemiotic translation. By the first, he means transposition within a language. Interlingual translation, which is translation proper, is proper, is from one language to another. Intersemiotic means transposition from one system to another. For example, from verbal art into music, dance, cinema, or painting. Jesse Catford divides translation into full and full translation and partial translation taking into account the extent and again he divides it into total and restricted in accordance with the level of translation. In full translation, every part of the text is replaced by TL text material. In partial translation, some parts of the SL text are left untranslated. They are simply transferred to and incorporate, incorporated in the TL text. Okay. Now there are two basic conflicts in the field of translation and and it has been uh, literal translation versus free translation emphasis on form versus concentration on content now in the formal method the emphasis is on form and it can be implied where the languages are close in structure but in the latter i mean in form versus Concentration on content. The communication of ideas is important without much care for the form. This method is feasible where the translator is faced with the exposition of content rather than the form of the original. There is another author, Peter Newmark. He distinguishes between two types of translation uh, that is, communicative and semantic. Communicative translation and semantic translation. Communicative translation attempts to produce on its reader, readers an effect as close as possible to that obtained on the original readers. Semantic translation, on the other hand, attempts to render as closely as the semantic and syntactic structures of the second language allow the exact contextual meaning, I mean, meaning of the original. 